0: Keep on rocking. Welcome to the Mind Mindsizzard Podcast. I'm your host and mindset coach, CJ Leedy. Do you consider yourself to be in control of your fate? Do you believe that your actions lead to your outcomes? Or are you of the belief that your life is outside of your control, that the things just happen to you? So today we are covering a concept in motivation called SDT. No, not STD, a little more enjoyable than that. This is SDT, self determination theory. And before we get into what that means, why is this important? Why are we talking about this right now? Well, over the last few years, there's been one thing, one question that has continued to come to me in coaching. I keep getting asked this. And a couple days ago, I got asked the same thing again. So I figured it was time to shine a light here. Everybody keeps saying, man, you know what? I really want to exercise more. I want to do it more consistently, but I can't seem to make it a regular part of my freaking routine. You know, it's people who know that exercise is important. They genuinely want to do it. Maybe they've done a decent amount in the past, but they know they're not doing it as much as they want to be. Can't seem to stay consistent. So as somebody who has worked out pretty consistently for the last 15 plus years and can certainly understand the times of difficulty to work out and loss of motivation or injury that keep you out of the game. But really looking back over those last 15 years, I don't think I've ever gone more than two or three weeks without working out. I've also had very heavy periods of dedication. I had a little less than a year where I gained 20 pounds of muscle. I've gotten deep into endurance and running and training for sports and things like that. But overall, even without specific goals, without specific sports, or things that I'm pushing for. I would say on average, I've worked out probably four to five days a week since I was in, you know, halfway through high school. I'm full on addicted to it. And most of the time, honestly, I love it. Not all the time, but most of the time. So people kept coming to me with this question. I mean, how do I work out more? How do I be consistent with it? And for me, it's like, you know, just freaking do it, right? It seems like that, but there's obviously so much more to it. So I've become fascinated with this topic lately, not just as it relates to exercise, but to motivation and discipline in general. Why do we do the things that we do? And why do we sometimes not do the things that we want to do? So as I started getting asked this question, I built out a exercise course. And I really want to do a podcast that is specifically around motivation to exercise. And I'm pretty sure that's going to be the next one because I find that it's something that a lot of people want. So I've got my specific program. We're going to get to the specifics on exercise. But before we get there, this is the piece that we need to understand. Today's topic is the foundational building block for creating consistency in our working out and our exercise. So let's jump into it today. Let's cover the groundwork. And the beauty is here, it doesn't have to just be about exercise. This can be relation to a hobby that you've always wanted to learn, playing the guitar, picking up tennis, golf. Maybe it's starting a new side business that's been calling your name or being more consistent within a relationship habit, keeping up with a friend or, you know, different ways you show love to your partner or something within your career that you know you should maybe do more of, you know, or maybe it's reading more consistently, whatever it is. This same concept of SDT, self-determination theory, will outline why you do or why you don't do the things that you do. So let's break down what the hell self-determination theory is. So it is a macro theory of human motivation and personality that's focused on people's innate growth tendencies and their innate psychological needs. So it's really about the motivation behind people's choices in the absence of external influences and distractions. Like it says, self-determination. It's really about the degree to which human behavior is self-motivated is self-determined how much of your actions are driven from the inside out instead of from all of these rewards and sports and things that, that drive your interest in doing the thing because of a because of an outcome how many things are just based in the innate internal motivation that gets things done over a consistent long-term basis so this really needs to be broken down the two pieces that it is that you have your intrinsic rewards and you have your extrinsic rewards The intrinsic is the internal side of things, you know, it's the positively valued outcome that is implicit of an activity such as, you know, the pleasure, the satisfaction that you gain from developing a specific skill or taking that specific action. They relate directly to the performance of the task versus from other people giving you something or satisfaction that comes from some sort of societal reward. They center around you, the way that you feel, your emotional response, whether that's personal growth, fulfillment, some of those intangible elements of life, which really do account for the overall quality of your life. And then you've got your extrinsic rewards. And those are the ones that everybody looks at, right? Your financial success or any sort of social praise that you receive. It's those tangible, invisible rewards given to an individual or an employee for achieving something. Usually you have some kind of monetary value or at least public recognition element to it. This is what you see from the outside looking in. This is your Instagram page, right? That's the hot feed of, oh, well, look at all the shit this person does and has and can do. So what does self-determination theory have to do with intrinsic and extrinsic systems? Well, just like it says, self-determination refers to someone's ability to make choices and manage their own life. Being self-determined means that you feel like you're in greater control as opposed to being non-self-determined. It's like the questions that we had in the beginning. Do you feel like you're in control of your life? Do you feel like your actions are what creates your fate or do you think that everything else just happens around you and for you and to you? Because people who show self-determined behavior are motivated by intrinsic rewards. They're driven by enjoyment, by interest and satisfaction and they really feel in general much more in control of their life because non-self-determined behaviors, you're motivated by the extrinsic. You're driven by this feeling of obligation or responsibility or social credit and this leads to feeling a lack of control. So really, as it relates to motivation, this comes back to why do you do the things that you do? What they find is that in the beginning of motivation, it can be very helpful to have a little boost of extrinsic reward, something you're chasing, somebody who helps you feel like that's an important thing to go out and do. And that can get you into it, but that will not keep you in it over the long run. So when we look at something like exercise, how do you stay committed to that when that person doesn't care anymore? or When that reward has already been reached three years ago, how do you continue to be consistent? And that's where it comes back to intrinsic reward systems. You have to build and foster a sense of enjoyment around the thing that you do just for the sake of doing it and just for the sake of the benefits that it brings to your life and to no one else's. That is the personality trait and the habit system that has been shown to stay consistent in these habits. So let's really break down how we build this. So self-determination theory has a key assumption, and that is the need for growth that drives behavior so the first assumption of self-determination theory is that people are actively directed towards growth this feeling of wanting to gain mastery to wanting to improve to wanting to grow to taking on new challenges new experiences the seeking of improvement and growth really is one of these fundamental elements of life you know you look around the world and you realize that everything that is alive that is living that is prospering is seeking to grow whether it's plants, whether it's someone in their career that seems to be prospering. You know, if it's a habit where you're really consistent with it, you'll likely find that you have this desire for growth within it. And it's a good thing. It is a crucial element to have fertile breeding grounds for building that action to be consistent over time. So think of an important area of your life that you want to be building a skill within. You know, do you feel that desire for growth? Or have you maybe neglected it? Have you maybe said, oh, you know, I don't need to continue to grow. I'm okay to coast here or I'm okay to decline. Well, maybe that's fine for that specific area of your life. But if you're sitting here saying, you know what? I want to be more consistent in my exercise. But you also say, I'm okay with coasting here. I don't need to be growing in this aspect. I just want to do it more consistently. You're going to have to change that element. You're going to have to start by saying, you know what? I want to improve from where I am now. I want to grow. It doesn't necessarily mean I need to get bigger muscles or I need to be able to run faster. You know, maybe it's an internal thing. Maybe it's a personal development aspect. You know, I want to feel more excited about the day. I want to have more energy or I want to feel more confident about my ability to go after my goals. It doesn't have to be a specific outcome related to exercise or whatever that thing is. It can be a deeper internal piece. And these like we're learning, intrinsic elements are much more stable over the long run. So that is one of the most important fundamentals of self-determination theory. Then self-determination theory breaks down into three different important categories. Number one, autonomy. Autonomy like autonomous, like things happen on their own. So people need to feel in control of their behaviors and their goals it's this feeling of you can consistently do this thing without having much resistance to it. So if that is exercise, you know, hey, do I just show up in the gym five days a week because it just happens naturally? Or is it like something I'm always trying to fight against, right? So creating autonomy, creating a sense of rhythm where it just happens naturally. And a lot of that comes back to wants versus needs. If this is something that you feel like you need to go out and do, well, I'm supposed to go out and work out this many times, or I'm supposed to go learn how to play guitar, or I'm supposed to do this thing for work versus I I want to go do that. I want to learn how to play guitar. I want to become better at this thing in my work. That's where the autonomy starts to come naturally because it just happens without needing to be forced to take place. That's the autonomy. The second piece is competence. So really to create a strong sense of self-determination, you need to get to a level of competence within whatever that thing is. If it's learning to play guitar, the beginning is tough to feel this layer of competence because you're like, man, I suck. My fingers hurt. I can't have any sense of rhythm. I keep messing up. The strings are rattling. It just sounds like shit. I'm not competent right? I am consciously incompetent like we talked about a few pods ago. And that part is tough. It's hard to build that self-determined consistent behavior when you know you suck at it. So that's where you got to double down. You got to be consistent. If it's exercise and you're like, man, I go to the gym. I just don't know what to do. I feel stressed out because I feel like I look like an idiot lifting this thing up over my back sideways and no one else is doing that. So how do I do it better? Right? So you got to become competent. Maybe that's hiring a personal trainer. Maybe that's hiring a guitar instructor. Maybe it's going on YouTube and learning a few things of how to do it right. And number three of three, connection or relatedness. It's important to feel the sense of belonging and attachment to other people in this space. So you kind of have this social connection where you feel compelled, not only just based on your own individual experience with it, but it's like you're in a group doing something cohesively. So if we're talking about guitar, maybe that's every once in a while you go play with other people that drives you to be like, man, I love to play with other people. I love that feeling of jamming out with my friends. You have a social cohesion within that action. Within exercise, maybe it's you have a workout partner. You have somebody who you always go with. That helps to drive you. That helps you to feel like it's not just about yourself. It's about something bigger. So those are the three key areas, autonomy, competence, and connection or relatedness to others. And this is interesting. This may sound a little bit counter to a lot of the basic talk around motivation, and that's around these extrinsic motivators where people are setting goals and they have these rewards that they receive for things, right? That's that's kind of the basics of motivation. What we find is that long-term, sustained, self-determined action actually can be hindered by an overemphasis on extrinsic motivators, can actually undermine your autonomy because your actions become increasingly controlled by these external rewards, right? So you start to feel in less control of the things that you do because now you're all about these outcomes. Did I hit that outcome or did I not? The other one that's interesting is positive feedback you'd think, yeah, you know, the more positive feedback I get, the more likely I am to do this consistently. But there are times where you start to become addicted to the positive feedback and that's why you're doing it. Somebody else says, wow, you look so good in your swimsuit. You've been working out all summer. I can tell it's freaking great. You know, when you become addicted to that feedback, now you're stepping away from an intrinsic motivator to an extrinsic And if that's where your focus and thought becomes, eventually when this winter rolls around, you don't gotta be walking around in a swimsuit anymore. Now, where's that drive? What's pushing you to act? It's not based in intrinsic motivation anymore. So before we wrap this thing up, we've got a couple of tools for you, four to be specific on ways to improve your self-determination. One is to improve your self-awareness. So just becoming more in tune with yourself, the way that you feel, the way that you think, the decisions that you make and why you make them, writing down your thoughts, whether that's journaling, whether that's keeping some kind of notebook, some kind of tracking of how am I feeling day to day. you know, these are all good ways to improve your self-awareness. And through that, you become more in touch with the things that you're feeling. And the more you feel, the more intrinsically motivated you can become, right? It's not just about the outside world, it's about the inside world. Number two, engage in self-regulation. So this is really about discipline. It's about taking specific actions consistently that build that willpower, that build that discipline muscle. The more consistently you do that, the more that can spread into different aspects of your life number three this kind of relates to the relatedness and connectedness to others find social support find other people who are already doing the thing that you're trying to do be friends with them pick their brains on why it works for them use them as your accountability partner but be careful don't make your action reliant on their approval or their accountability you need to become internally and intrinsically rewarded by the actions that you take and number four This comes with the competence piece, gain mastery. If there's something that you want to do consistently, whether that's exercise, playing guitar, learning to fly a freaking plane, whatever you want to do, get good at it, study it, practice it as much as you can until you feel really good at it. That adds to that autonomy of it all, that feeling of wanting to do something. We like to do the things that we are good at. So practice that thing, get better at it, learn more about it. So tool of the day, what is an area of your life that you'd like more consistency in? And how can you lean on those things? How can you increase your autonomy, your competence, and your connection or relatedness to others? In what ways can you drive an intrinsic desire to chase after that thing for the long haul? Not just leaning on these extrinsic motivations for short-term boosts, which are good for short-term boosts, but don't lead to long-term consistency. So that's what we're working with today. You can follow the new Instagram page at MindsaysArt, where I'm doing a little visual designs that accompany the podcast. For more info on coaching, the book launched on the Mindset Motivation, head over to cjledy.com. This is the Mindset Our Podcast, and thanks for going to MI with me today.